The Chicago Bears re-signed a running back, just probably not the one that we thought would get re-signed first. It's also growing uh, rumors that the Bears could indeed trade down twice in this NFL draft and what that could look like for the team. And then we're going to talk about Cortland Sutton and should the Chicago Bears be interested if they do trade down twice and get some more draft capital that could be expendable. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, and thank you for tuning in. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. Let's get into it. So the Chicago Bears have re-signed fullback Kahari Blassingame to a two-year contract extension. Now, and you know, while Kahari Blassingame didn't necessarily register any stats that I pop or, or, you know, for the people who, you know, stat watch, He's not necessarily the player that's going to stand out to you, but he was highly important in the Chicago Bears blocking game and especially in the run blocking. When you look at what he was able to do, how he's able to contribute to David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert having the seasons that they did. Again, nobody's putting it all on him, but he was a very big part of that. And the fact that Kari Blassingham was the first fullback signed by the team since 2018, um, he came in. He did some things he didn't, you know, like I said, didn't have these stats that, you know, casual people kind of look out for and that stand out to them. But he definitely was a big part of that running game and the success that the Chicago Bears had. Sakari Blastingame becomes one of the first signings of the Chicago Bears and, you know, free agents within this team that gets an extension. So, you know, we'll see what that means for the Chicago Bears as they go forward. I do think that it does show they are still going to be committed to the running game, it being a big part of this team. And they're trying to keep around people who did block uh, in this team and that helped this you know Justin Fields have the running game he did uh, David Montgomery Khalil Herbert and well it still remains to be seen if David Montgomery is going to come back but blasting game absolutely is a fullback that helps open up the holes and the lanes for those players that help them have over 150 rushing yards per game last season so you know shout out to Kari blasting game for getting up that longevity here for getting that extension and we'll see what it means for him in the in the long run and what it means for the Chicago Bears uh, uh rush blocking as well all right let's get into the next one this is the bigger one cbs uh sports jonathan jones has speculated that the chicago bears could indeed trade back twice now that's always been a rumor it's always been something that could happen but this is the first time we're getting kind of you know a a, a, a source i guess if you want to say they kind of speak on it now let me be clear here and you know guys know what i like to do here is i like to be completely honest in the reports that i use that i talk about that i speculate on the, the, the nature of this does seem like pure speculation, more so than reporting as something that he heard, but we'll go ahead and talk about it and, and we'll see what we have here. So it says right now that league sources indicated to CBS Sports that uh, that uh, the Bears could trade down twice um, and then trade down again in the first round in April's draft that would uh, result in the Chicago Bears getting multiple first round picks in the 2023 draft and 2024 draft, as well as several day two picks. and so. Uh, it said that one league uh, source says this, if the Bears deal the top pick to the Texans, who are currently seeking a selecting number uh, two overall, the Texans don't want to get leapfrogged for their top pick and armed with a dozen picks in this year's draft plus two first in next year's draft, they'll be able to give the Chicago Bears uh, a sufficient compensation to get their quarterback in the future. The Bears then may be even in better position to make a deal for the number two pick, which the Bears can then get even more compensation back for. Now, again, as I said, a really speculative piece. Um, and this is something that we all have speculated before. Yeah, yeah, theoretically, if the Chicago Bears do trade with the Houston Texans, if the Texans want to make sure 
a team doesn't get in front of them and get the guy they want. The Texans could incentivize with future picks with their, their what, number two and number 12 overall, I think is what it is. The Bears then could use that number two overall to trade down again, hopefully maybe even stay in that top five, top top six area to still get their guy that they have on their board as well as just get in and set up the Bears for the future. Yes, this is something that's always possible, right? And I want to be clear here. We know that that's a possibility for the Chicago Bears, and we'll see what it ends up turning out to. But, you know, I, I ultimately, I think this. If Ryan Poles does end up trading back twice, if he does end up trading and getting even more picks in this draft and maybe multiple firsts in 2024 draft as well, it, it, it goes back to what I've been saying with Ryan Poles. Like, this draft is so important because it can be something that the Bears use to set the foundation for the next decade. It just it just can't, right? A decade may be a bit much, but in the next five to six years, for sure, it can be used to kind of set that up and then, you know, open up even more doors, more avenues. The Chicago Bears have tons of, of, of talent they need to inject into this team. And, you know, not all the talent, not all the positions are going to be shored up this offseason. I think sometimes, as some Bears fans, they think that everything is, needs to be answered this offseason. It doesn't. It doesn't. Everything doesn't even need to be answered this offseason for the Bears to be considerably better heading into next year. But you also want to set yourself up in the future. You don't want to bet everything all in one offseason. And so the Bears going uh, into it, getting themselves the most assets now and in the future is going to help them build out the team. It's going to help them call audibles if they need to. It's going to uh, help them evaluate talent and and get off of some talent rather than give them high-level contracts if they can keep a solid infusion of younger talent coming into this roster. That's always something that's a possibility in this draft. Do I think the Chicago Bears are going to trade back twice? I mean, I really, it's hard to gauge, right? I think we'll have a better idea once that number one overall pick is traded, and then we see what we get back in that trade, and then we'll see, you know, kind of where the projections are for players that the Bears may be interested in um, around that time. Free agency is also going to help paint that picture as well, hugely for the Chicago Bears, but I will say this, the Chicago Bears may be, in, you know, the, hearing the rumors that they could trade the number one pick during free agency rather than waiting close to the draft, that could be because of the possibility of trading back twice. They could get that initial deal done uh, early on and then, you know, closer during the draft, trade that the other picks to trade back again. So that possibility always exists for the Bears. I just don't know how it's going to go, um, which none of us ne- necessarily know for sure. But at the end of the day, it's just on Ryan Poles to make the best decision to set the Bears up in the right areas. And I do trust Ryan Poles to do so. So we're going to keep it going. We're going to see what the Bears do. And this speculation around the number one overall pick is going to continue until it actually is traded. And then even then, depending on where the Bears do trade, we could be opening ourselves up for even a second speculation season on if the Chicago Bears are going to trade back again. All right. Now, uh, we have another uh, uh, possible interest for the Chicago Bears. Now, I know this is not going to be one. This is not the, and I've said it before, I've kind of tried to set the expectation that the Chicago Bears may very well not be going after the high-level wide receiver talent that some of us want to, the T. Higgins, the the A.J. Browns, the Jacoby Myers. It may not be that, right, which are, are the players that the Bears are hoping for. T. Higgins seems like he is not moving. They are not moving T. Higgins. Some also have hopes for D-Hop. I, like, I don't know if the Bears make that level of move to give up that level of assets, but one player that they could potentially go after is Cortland Sutton. Now, this is a player that during the draft combine, it's been heavily rumored that the Denver Broncos could move on from him. And one of the things with that is that, you know, they save $14 million if they trade him post June 1st, right? And that doesn't mean that teams can't negotiate and things like that. But why this is so interesting for me that this rumor came out around the same time as the Bears trading back twice is that rather than the Bears give up a high level 
uh, uh, pick in this draft, the Bears could use some of the extra assets they get back in trading back twice to trade for Cortland Sutton. Now, again, Cortland Sutton isn't a world beater. He's nothing like that. He is a solid wide receiver, 6'4", 216 pounds, only 27 years old, so he fits that timeline. There's some concern over do him and Chase Claypool, are they kind of redundant there? The way that I look at it, it's still an infusion of talent that the Chicago Bears do absolutely need. Last season, Corton Sutton had 64 uh, yards, uh, rece- uh, 64 receptions for 829 yards, only two touchdowns, but he averaged 13 yards per reception, which was good enough for 36th overall in the NFL last season. Now, this is a guy who ha- has had some injury concerns um, and things like that in his career. He's only had one over 1,000-yard uh, receiving season, but I think the biggest thing here is that if the Bears were to make a move like this, it would more so to be to add depth to that wide receiver core rather than it being the move that is, like I said, a world-beating move or a huge wide receiver move at all. This would be a depth move. Now, the the amount of money included in that, that's kind of the biggest question there. Is Ryan Poles going to want to pay that amount of money? But again, it's definitely a possibility. It's definitely somebody who could be on the radar for the Chicago Bears, especially considering the incentive that the Denver Broncos would have to trade a player and save that amount of money on their cap. But again, I don't know. Like, again, I like to report on everything that's a possibility and speculated out there, but I don't know. Man, I just don't know. It gets Justin Fields a bigger body for sure. Um, the compensation could be the toughest thing to figure out in that area. But, you know, if the Bears do add more talent to this wide receiver core on top of fixing the offensive line, you can't necessarily be mad at that. It's not necessarily huge long-term money either. The Bears could get off the contract if it doesn't work out, but it gives them some maybe insurance if Chase Claypool doesn't work out or doesn't get a contract extension, some things like that. So, you know, there's enough conversation around it to be made to say that maybe this is a move that the Bears would make. But if I had to put my stamp on it, I'd say that it's probably less than a 40% chance that the Bears make a move for Cortland Sutton. But where do things have happened? This is the NFL. Anything is possible. So I guess we'll see. Now, before we go, I do want to talk about, I like uh, talking about these articles where it says the free agents that the Bears should sign. Now, this one comes from Jack McKessie, uh, who actually wrote this article yesterday with three free agents that the Chicago Bears should sign in this free agency. And first one is Mike McGlinchey. This is somebody that we constantly talk about. Um, you know, we need block, blocking in offensive line is our is our key thing that we're looking for in this offseason. He can come in, play right, right tackle. He's been a solid starter. He has his issues as every player has their issues. Um, but again, another player that you're going to see consistently on list for the Chicago Bears. The next one up is DJ Shark. Now, this is a guy that I would not mind at all the Chicago Bears bringing in. It really just depends on what the money has to look like. But if the Bears do acquire him, it'd be much like I said with Corton Sutton, right? It's not necessarily a sure, it's not a number one. You're not like completely changing the outlook of your um of your wide receiver core by bringing him in, but it could be a nice depth piece as well for a player. Um, Could definitely be that. I mean, but I'm looking at it and saying, like I said, I wouldn't be mad necessarily if the Bears acquired DJ Shark. I would not be mad at that at all. That's not something that I look at and say, Chicago Bears, what are you doing? But there's enough concern around him. Yes, he's 26 years old, 6'4", 205 pounds. Um, he's had 1,000-yard season as well. That was all the way back in 2019. He's had some injury concerns in there. The Bears could potentially get him for the cheap as well. You could be adding a potential high upside, low-risk player, depending on the contract that you can give him. Um, similar to what we were thinking we were going to get with Nikhil Harry. But, you know, so the Bears could do that. But I look at this as being a move that definitely adds some potential talent, but it does bring about its own heavy concerns in that as well. So, you know, 
the Shark did have a strong start to the to the uh to the season. Um, but you know, it I, I just I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh he could be an X Factor receiver for the Chicago Bears, but again, not necessarily somebody that I'm looking at and saying, hey, this this solidifies our wide receiver core for the future. Next up they on this list, they had Frank Clark. Now, this is a guy that we talked about before, an edge. We know what he can be in the pass rusher. Again, like I said in yesterday's episode, somebody who performs very well in the playoffs, not necessarily the best in the uh, regular season, but if the Bears, depending on if they go heavy youth on that defensive line, in the draft, things like that, could be a veteran piece, a stabilizing piece that you can bring in that's definitely better than a t- uh, Travis Gibson, projects to be better than a Dominique Robinson, especially initially on, so that could be another player that they bring in, but again, as I said, bring the same things. Nothing's changed for me talking about him yesterday. It's kind of still, it's a mixed bag, right? And, 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 you know, it's more positive than negative there. I will say that. But you still have to look at it and wonder, all right, man, what, it, what is it going to be? What is it going to be? So, you know, it, free agent speculation is going to continue for the Chicago Bears all offseason. We're going to continue to watch it, monitor it here. Um, one of, the, one of the, the players I will say that I hope the Bears do look at in uh, in free agency is Darius Slayton. I really would love to add Darius Slayton as a wide receiver to this core. I do think that that can very well help the Bears a lot. But again, we'll continue that speculation. Free agency is here. Um, I'm sure the Bears are going to be making signings here shorter rather uh, sooner rather than later. And as those signings start trickling in, we'll be covering them right here on Chicago Bears Central. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. But that's it for me for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, man. Make sure you're following the show at Shine Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, Going down tomorrow on Friday, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Like I liked in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.